Question of the day is, do we have the right stuff? What can EMS learn from the NASA SpaceX mission that placed Americans back into space from American soil this week? I'm Rob Lawrence, and this is EMS One Stop. Placing the emotional and upsetting events on the ground to one side for a moment, last weekend we placed two Americans into space from the US mainland after a nine-year delay. After blasting off from the Kennedy Space Center and then whizzing around the Earth at speeds that eventually hit 17,500 miles per hour, the SpaceX spacecraft carrying two NASA astronauts docked with the International Space Station completing the first leg of a historic journey. The mission marks the first time a private company has flown astronauts into orbit and flight tested a vehicle that could truly take us into a journey that will boldly go where no one has gone before. NASA astronauts Bob Behnken and Doug Hurley sit at the tip of a pyramid of the tens of thousands of workers and, importantly, disruptors and innovators who have delivered new space vehicles across years of research and development. Against the backdrop of this stellar event, I asked several respected EMS leaders to identify what EMS can learn from the return to space. First up, Paige Wolfbergenworth's very own Steve Worth, himself a self-confessed space nut. Steve authored an excellent article on leadership lessons from the 50th anniversary of Apollo 11, which I highly recommend and is available and linked to the main article on the EMS One Stop uh, webpage. It's been nine years since we put Americans in space from American soil in American rockets, and the SpaceX mission was delayed numerous times, almost to a point of wondering if they would ever succeed. Patience and perseverance have been key in the journey to the launch pad. Steve told me, I think this applies to everything. We always want things instantaneously, but sometimes we have to go through some rough times to get the positive outcomes at the end. Steve's next point is that if we do what we always did we'll get what we always got. Innovation and business disruption caused the bar to be raised to infinity and beyond, I know it's a pun. Steve noted SpaceX redesigned the spacecraft with touchscreens, made the spacesuit more practical, and reinvented things other astronauts wouldn't have even thought of. We're pretty good at innovating in EMS and finding workarounds to solve many practical and operational problems, but if we are content with accepting the status quo, innovation will stagnate. Steve reminds us to think outside the box and that nothing is impossible. Many thought Elon Musk was crazy. He predicted SpaceX would launch its rocket, bring it back to Earth and land on a small platform with pinpoint accuracy. Who'd have thought anybody could do that? Steve believes the lesson here is that we should always endeavour to think outside of the box. He said, sometimes in EMS we tend to get the blinders on and let tradition and the fact we've always done it this way get in the way of progress and development. To be on the cutting edge of this progress, we must avoid narrow thinking and encourage creative thinking at all levels of any organisation. Next up, do not let a catastrophe shut you down. Just a year ago, SpaceX had a catastrophic failure when a spacecraft on the ground blew up. 
SpaceX simply called it an anomaly. Others called it an RUD, a rapid unplanned disassembly of the spacecraft. Steve told me when that happened, people thought, OMG, they're never going to put humans in space. What a bungling operation this is. Yet they didn't let a catastrophe get them down. They had faith in their process, faith in their people and their equipment. And they quickly figured out the problem and got it taken care of. Steve also said the abiding principle here is that there are setbacks, but sometimes you have to get up, dust yourself off and get right back in the saddle. Steve also offers that we should train, train and train some more. Astronauts Benkin and Hurley and the team have been training for five years. Think about that, training for one mission for five years. Living and breathing mission preparation to the point they could probably do it in their sleep. Steve said the repetitive training made them do the job right and this is something we continue to do in EMS, Steve related. Often, when we have budget problems, we tend to cut training as it's an easy thing to cut. Yet in reality, we need to put more money into training to avoid some of the bigger problems we see down the road. Wise words. He also offers that practice humility and give credit where credit is due. Despite the greatness of these astronauts that they're now achieving, and of course we're seeing them on every social media channel that you care to tune into right now, humility is a major part of their DNA. Steve believes that these guys are about as humble as you get, with a healthy confidence, not an ego, that overrides their personality. They also have confidence in their people, processes and technology, and they're always willing to give credit where credit is due. Benkin and Hurley have quite rightly been willing to call out, identify and thank those that have worked tirelessly behind the scenes to ensure the success of the mission. As with EMS, it takes a whole organisation from the front line to the back office to deliver the full job cycle of emergency response where we have to launch, dock, treat the patient and return to our own mission control many times a day. Steve also reminds us that if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Have fun at what you do, despite how stressful, dangerous or difficult it is. Just after separation from the main rocket, the first image to drift in weightlessness across the screen on Earth that we saw was the purple dinosaur. The ultimate fun, of course, is the launch of a Tesla car into infinity and beyond. Elon Musk, SpaceX and Tesla are of course a private company. So what lessons can we take away from that? Well, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine said, the mission foreshadows a sea change in the way NASA will do business in space. Instead of owning and operating the spacecraft itself, the future of the agency will lie with partnering with the growing commercial space sector. To that end, I spoke with NAEMT President and MedStar Mobile Healthcare Chief Strategic Integration Officer, that's a stellar name in its own right, Matt Zavadsky, who acknowledged the private-public partnership enables innovation, positive business disruption and progress, noting that the rocket was leaner and more efficient and automated with cutting-edge technology. The private sector generally brings more innovation to a mission. SpaceX figured out how to reuse booster rockets to save money, and these days it's all about saving money. Sometimes you must blow up a rocket or two to figure out what doesn't work to perfect a process. Whenever possible, leverage the power of strategic product placement synergy. Driving a Tesla to the Falcon 9 rocket, of course, was one of those things, and ultimately driving your Tesla into space towards Mars is the other. 
It is valuable to co-brand expensive capital equipment. The rocket and the capsule were co-branded with the NASA and SpaceX logos. Of course, we're branded an EMS. We're driving a very large billboard with our organisational name on it. So remember that. Having the moral courage to say no. I also reached out to Todd Stout, First Watch CEO. Todd admired the partnerships and the culture of safety which the launch represented. The initial launch was scrubbed with minutes to go on the recommendation of one member of the wider support staff calling the mission off. If there's any doubt or the situation and therefore outcome is uncertain, then any crew member must and can speak up. This sometimes takes a high degree of moral courage, which, when applied across the public sector, brings us all right back down to earth. If we see something going wrong, we must speak up, lest the consequences lead to a tragedy. The show must go on. With the ship docked and the whole world watching, the Dragon crew entered the ISS. What could go wrong? Astronaut Doug Hurley elegantly demonstrated the physics lesson that a body, in this case his, in motion, stays in motion, as he floated with a degree of velocity through the hatch and into the opposite bulkhead, striking his head. There being no opportunity to go to a commercial break, he nursed his wound and carried straight on without missing a beat. In EMS as well, once we commit, we boldly go and get it done for the benefit of our patients. Perhaps like NASA and SpaceX, the EMS team is full of stars too. In the last three months, we have launched into a new frontier and have done so with honour, perseverance and humility. That's my take. I would love to hear yours in the comments section of my main article at ems1.com. And that's all for this week. You can, of course, keep up with me on Twitter at UKRobL or follow me over on LinkedIn. Also, if you're listening to this on the SoundCloud channel, don't switch off. Do hang on because inevitably following me up will be another excellent edition of Inside EMS with Chris and Kelly. So hang on for that. But that's all for now. Until next time, bye for now.